Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Friday, January the 7th, 2022. And for those that have been wondering, essentially, what happened with respects to the YouTube ban and all that, let me just give the sort of uh, official, you know, um, cleanup statement or wrap up of what essentially happened within all uh, a matter of condensed hours uh, with respects to Wednesday and Thursday. So essentially, what ended up happening was to late Tuesday evening, apparently, uh, I was given a ban, a strike uh, completely for inciting violence from an episode, a Kraken episode specifically YouTube cited from nine months ago. I then appealed the ban because they had said, you know, this is another strike, one final strike and you're done, right? And this strike had banned me for two weeks from uploading, posting, or even letting you guys know on, for those watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube that I wouldn't be able to post for a couple weeks. What ended up happening essentially was that I asked YouTube in my appeal to very politely point out where in the episode I incited violence. And um, I had, again, responded in certain ways that may or may not have suggested litigation if they could not provide evidence to their claims. And they responded with a uh, an apology letter, uh, basically reinstating the channel because they could not point out where I, in I incited violence. So all of this happened within a matter of, I think, like 12 hours, give or take, maybe even a little bit less. So I want to thank each and every one of you who signed up for the $1 package, and I will continue to encourage the $1 package, not, again, let me be very clear, not because that money goes into my pocket, but because it goes towards establishing a private server so that if there's ever a YouTube ban again, everyone already knows right away that $1 a month is going to immediately, within a matter of hours, setting up a server. So I'm going to continue with the $1 package. I think it's a, a great way for those that aren't interested in the rest of the content but want to support the news angle of things and what have you. And again, it, it seems like a, a lot of people have joined and I'm very, very grateful and I'm very, very um, appreciative of each and every one of you. So let's jump right into it. First and foremost, uh, Pfizer CEO Albert Bourla has proudly announced an upcoming mRNA technology expansion for shingles. Okay, th this is all it took. Um, and what I mean by that is, let's take politics out of it. Uh, let's take science out of it. Let's focus purely from a, this is just my opinion, let me be clear, clear for YouTube, from a purely, um, I guess you could say, dissemination of propaganda standpoint, so to speak, right? Or let's just say dissemination of information, rather. This is exactly what you would need it, what you need. And when I say this, I'm referring to the pandemic to just expand such necessary, quote unquote, use for technologies to other, you know, to the shingles, to the flu, this and that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It should not be up to me for to tell you folks what's good or what's bad with respects to what what this announcement means. But again, it's more so those that are use, utilizing the tech at the top more than the tech itself. That is what concerns me much more uh, adamantly, right? So the next thing is that a number of COVID patients in intensive care units have suddenly dropped significantly in Germany, according to uh, the news outlet Build. Again, it, I'm going to leave that there. I really am. And I'm not saying that in a sarcastic way, but, you know, f decide for yourself what, what that may or may not mean. And I really do mean that relative to th maybe in your own personal life, things that you've heard and all that. Again, the point of working collectively as a community to, to come to the most, uh, uh, I guess you could say, logical or appropriate answer. The next thing is that Italy's Prime Minister Mario Draghi uh, and his ministers have considered the compuls uh, compulsory vaccination for citizens over the age of 50. And by the time that was even that news spread all over the world, they ended up doing it real quick. So, yes, it has been implemented in Italy. I don't know if there is a legislative process that needs to confirm it. But apparently, as of right now, you 50 or older, you got to be uh, 
vaccinated no matter what. So I can only see, especially in Italy, if I'm being totally honest, with organized crime and the mob still being extremely strong, influential, and powerful there, the amount of fake certificates that are going to be produced with respect to those that don't want to actually get it. So the next thing is that Twitter has created a dedicated team, quote, to monitor any harmful content, end quote, on the January 6th anniversary. Uh, that was reported, uh, I believe, the evening of Wednesday. So I had not, rep- I did, uh, I had a cracking out by then already, wasn't able to report this specifically. But Again, I mean, they also lit a vigil uh, on January 6th. They compared it to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. I'm going to let you folks decide for yourselves if you think that, you know, again, if January, the events of January 6th last year are equivalent to that of Pearl Harbor and 9-11, truthfully. Um, And I really do mean that. I'm not saying that sarcastically, as in you guys know what to think. I don't don't mean that. I really mean it's up to, to, to each and every one of your personal perspectives uh, to decide whether that you think that's justified or not. Anyways, the next thing is that a Russian-led CSTO alliance has decided to deploy peacekeeping forces to Kazakhstan. Speaking of which, for those watching on YouTube, if we head on over to the right-hand side here on the Twitter app I have opened, a gentleman by the name of Ben Godwin said his latest comments for the Financial Times on Kazakhstan is that, quote, I think what most people are missing is that there are two events happening in Kazakhstan concurrently, mass anti-government protests, but also a battle for power within the highest echelons of power, end quote. I mean, as of six hours ago as well, according to the BBC, soldiers can now fire without warning in Kazakhstan, the president says, as anti-government demonstrations continue. I mean, look, we also have to realize that Kazakhstan is responsible for, I forgot the exact percentage, but a large amount of mineral supplies around the world. So you can bet your, part of my English, you can bet your ass that the C, everyone and their mother with respects to the intelligence community is in there. I mean, at this, it's only common sense. So again, I actually am surprised that we have, for example, this, uh, that article being able to be written and published in the Financial Times, but uh, there it is. So um, again, here's a quick little video uh, of what it looks like in Kazakhstan. Lots of smoke, lots of clouds. Again, just seems like havoc uh, for those that are seeing this on YouTube. Uh, the next thing is that Australia's Northern Territory has imposed a China-like lockdown of all unvaccinated citizens, falsely claiming, quote, they are at greater risk of catching beep-boop, end quote. I'm, I'm only saying beep-boop because I don't want to chance it after that ban again. We got a great public episode coming out tonight, and I don't want to risk a suspension while that's about to happen. So, again, you guys know what, what I mean by that, and yeah, it's... There, you have to see the video that was accompanied along with this particular report. One of the Australian, uh, I guess, ministers, governors, I, I forgot the official name that they use in their country there, essentially said, there are no longer five reasons to leave the house, now there are only three. I mean, at this point, I'm not. I'm going to let you folks decide for yourselves, and I really mean that, if you think such statements should even be stated by a governing body of individuals. So, the next thing is that the double-vaccinated, boosted, and now fourth-shot uh, individuals uh, in Israel are still experiencing COVID cases that have reached a new record high, 16,115 new infections, even though, again, they're now on their fourth shot. Take that as you will. Um we see here, for example, French Parliament has approved Macron's vaccine pass uh, with a 214 to 93 vote to exclude unvaccinated citizens from, quote, basic aspects of life, end quote. The bill will now proceed to the Senate. That's in France. Now, in the province of Quebec, Canada, I can say, because I live here and I, I've checked the news and all that, allegedly it's been confirmed by the, the premier of, of Quebec, which is essentially our version of like a governor of a state in the U.S., for example, 
has said now a third shot is considered fully vaccinated in in the province of Quebec. I'm curious to see if that's going to transition over to the province of Ontario, specifically because the province of Ontario is economically and intrinsically tied with that of the United States in every in every regard more so than the other provinces of Canada. So I'm curious to see what will happen there if Trudeau will try and make a move and, and you know, see that that uh, that whole thing come to fruition, maybe bribe the premier of Ontario. Who knows? Um, again, I'm not that I agree with it, but it's possible a a semi-intelligent strategy, political strategy on behalf of Trudeau may come to fruition uh, once again. So the next thing is that Trump plans to launch his social media app Truth Social in February, according to the Apple Store uh, listing, according to routers. Okay, let's see how it goes. I mean, a lot of people have moved to Getter. Um, It's interesting to see what will happen with respects to Getter. Will will there be some type of potential very, very covert intelligence apparatus or attempt to concurrently dismantle Getter, specifically like we saw what happened with Parler? It was starting to catch up to Twitter with respects to its users, and then boom, Amazon cut the servers. And then again, look at how convenient it is for the United States and the, the national security apparatus relative to the military media complex and the military industrial complex to say, look, Parler had no choice but to use Russian servers now because no West. Western company will back them and look look you say Russia boom you got that stigma right so again not saying that the Russian government or the Kremlin is good but I'm saying let's try and take a neutral stance here speaking of taking a neutral stance Moderna CEO now says that people may need a fourth COVID shot as the efficacy of boosters is likely to decline over time I'm leaving that there the next thing is that A federal judge has reportedly rejected the FDA's request to produce only 500 pages per month on the Pfizer COVID vaccine data, instead ordering a rate of 55,000 pages per month. That's good news. Uh, Again, let's hope that we have, you know, teams of people that are willing to go through, again, possible like uh, Dr. McCullough, Chris McCullough, if I'm not mistaken, and Malone on uh, Substack picking apart the data that's being released. Let's just hope that there's enough doctors and people who understand the data truly to pick apart 55,000 pages a month. And I I would imagine there would be, particularly because COVID is literally impacting every facet of life within human society globally. So the next thing is that uh, with respects to the Australian che- uh, Tennis uh, Open, the Czech tennis player Renata uh, Vorakova has joined Novak Djokovic and being detained after their visa was canceled um again that that is their right I believe they're trying to make a statement with respects to their you know personal medical autonomy and all that so again that it's not for me to say whether I agree with that or not and push that view onto you guys right that's not my place the next thing is that the Australian uh, excuse me in Austria it is now um sorry mandatory vaccination has reportedly been postponed in Austria until April due to quote technical implementation problems end quote in addition data protection experts in Austria criticized the project because it introduces a kind of unlawful dragnet search uh, dragnet is a, is a keyword for those not familiar that references essentially think of putting a, a, a whole net on top of society and, and following the, the the pieces the webs of those net that of the, that net that's a you know following the people on a grid that's a dragnet so I, I can understand that and it's nice to see that uh, ironically enough the one European country that started with the mandatory vaccinations has now delayed the um, the mandatory vaccination until April again 
just something to speculate on. The next thing is that France has weighed canceling its Dakar rally after a suspected attack. French prosecutors have opened a terror probe into a December 30th blast targeting a car in Jeddah, which injured a French driver. Again, there are certain parts of Europe that are not safe whatsoever with respects to political ideology that translate into violent acts of, of unfortunate terrorism and innocent people die, so I can understand that. But again, we also have to consider, is this some type of intelligence um, apparatus to deceive the public or make their attention be redirected? I can't help but think that. Just my opinion, but... The next thing is that the U.S. has accused a New York man of tracking opponents of Egypt's Sisi, or, yeah, Sisi. Uh, the U.S. Justice Department has charged Pierre Gergi, or Gurgis with acting as a foreign agent for Egypt without notifying the U.S. government. <clears throat> yes, because I'm sure the CIA notifies its other countries that it's spying on when it's sending its agents there. So, again, I, I mean, that was sarca sarcasm, but I'm also trying to make a point. I'm not saying that the, that the U.S. is in the wrong, nor am I saying Egypt is in the right either. Right. So again, the next thing is that Iran says that its nuclear agreement can be reached if U.S. sanctions are lifted. In an interview with Al Jazeera, Foreign Minister Hossein Amir Abdullahian said that Iran uh, wants guarantees that the sanctions will not be reimposed. I doubt that's going to come to fruition in any realistic fashion, but I mean, it's possible. And if it is, then my God, if the U.S. allows that, they clearly got a backup plan on top of a backup plan, if not already, with respects to, quote unquote, mitigating Iran's nuclear program. But again, who am I? Who are we to judge if Iran should have nukes or not? Truly. Uh, and I'm not trying to advocate for Iran to have nukes. I want to be very clear about that. Not at all. I'm saying if we take the emotion uh, out of all of this, I mean, <laughs> could we argue that the U.S. should even have nukes? Because it seems like a lot of incidences that occur happen because of the U.S., whether it's foreign wars that end up becoming pointless, allegedly, or, you know, or whether it's what happened with, again, the beep boop. Again, decide for yourself, and I really mean that. The next thing is that Qatar Airways seeks more than 600 million uh, U.S. dollars in Airbus A350 dispute. The two companies have been locked in a row for months over damage, including blistered paint, among other issues. Yeah, just scraping for pennies in a financial regard. Again, scraping relative to the money that flows in that industry. So, I mean, we'll, we'll follow up on it. I can't help but think, again, this may be some type of uh, legal dispute that is covering for some type of uh, reprisal on the back end of an intelligence operation. And again, they're using the Qatar is using the surface level um, laws to take a jab at something going on behind the scenes is very possible. Just speculation, not saying that's factual whatsoever. But the next thing is that a Palestinian man was shot dead by the Israeli army in the occupied West Bank. Israeli forces shot dead a 21 year old Bakir Mohammed Hashash during an army raid on Balata refugee camp near Nablus. This is, again, when I say human on human, you're going to have a lot of people that, a lot of Hollywood celebrities that won't touch this, not because a lot of them, uh, Hollywood actors, are Jewish, it's got nothing to do with that, but because of the connection to that of the influence that the Mossad has on Hollywood, and I want to be very clear here, there's a big difference between the Jewish people and what's happening with respects to the agenda of the Mossad, I want to be very, very clear, um, <clears throat> Again, in this particular case, I look at it as human on human. Was the shooting and killing of this particular Bakir Hashash justified or not? I, we don't know. So I don't want to comment. I don't want to give my give an opinion. I can't formulate one. I wasn't there. Uh, the next thing is that judiciary officials linked to criminal gangs, uh, according to the Tunisian president. President Said's comments come as former justice minister was, was arrested last week and accused of possible terrorism offenses. The problem with this kind of stuff 
regardless if it's a first world, developing world, you name it, is that you don't know it. We don't know if this is being used as justification of a, some type of disinformation psychological warfare campaign to justify an emotional response against this former justice minister. Or maybe the justice minister really is guilty. I don't know. This is the problem. We, we've been lied to so much that it's hard to believe what's what's what. So... <laughs> the next thing is that two children among three um, Eritrean refugees were killed in a Tigrayan air raid. The United Nations says the attack on my Aini refugee camp also wounded four other refugees. Again, this is my point with res with respects to the innocents are the only ones that ultimately suffer in this case. So I, when people say, why don't the aliens come to us? Well, we have to be willing to want to, or why don't the aliens approach us directly instead of our leaders? We as, as the people have to be willing to want to put the effort in to not have such instances like what I just reported occur, at least in my humble opinion. Once that intent becomes large enough, I think a more regular one-on-one -on -one contact will occur, but I do believe as we speak, it's occurring more and more frequently. Anyways, the next thing is that Russian troops have been deployed to Mali's Timbuktu after the French exit. Uh, an army spokesperson says the Russian soldiers are in the northern city to train uh, Malian troops. Again, Putin's at it with strategy. It's a chess game, so we'll follow up on that. We'll stay on top of that. Too early for me personally to give my to give an opinion. The next thing is that Nigeria has labeled bandit gangs terrorists in a bid to stem the violence. The official gazette refers to criminal gangs who carry out mass kidnappings of students, abduction for ransom, cattle rustling, and destruction of property, among other crimes. The cattle rustling is interesting. I'm curious if that's all human, but besides that... Um, Look, if this is what the people are okay with and this is what the government of Nigeria has agreed to respective of its uh, official legislation procedures, so be it. If this is what's going to help stem and, and justify giving harsher penalties for those that kidnap innocent human beings, regardless if woman, man, child, old, then so be it. I mean, I, personal opinion, I'm cool with that. But again, I don't live there, so who am I to talk, if I'm being totally honest? The next thing is that Ethiopia has detained Tigrayans that have repatriated from Saudi Arabia. A new report by a human rights watchdog alleges mistreatment of ethnic Tigrayans singled out after return to conflict hit Ethiopia. Yeah, I mean, I, I do believe that for once, I actually, in my humble opinion, I could be wrong, but I do believe this is a direct report that may actually be telling the truth because it makes sense. But I, maybe I'm totally off. I could very well be. Uh, the next thing is that the alleged creator of the app that was selling Muslim women was arrested in India. An engineering student, uh, wow, at the age of 20 years old, is suspected to be behind the Bali Buy app that put more than 100 Muslim women on sale. Oof. Yeah, again, I would dare to say that the modern battle day warfare is going to be that of younger and younger kids being the faces behind a lot of these hacks. Uh, again, as we know, it's not it's not rocket science to realize a lot, a lot of these intelligence communities, respective of <clears throat> first world powers, excuse me, they will contract out and elicit those funds in a very non-traceable way to, you know, just a bunch of kids that are really good at hacking. So then if, you know, to shut down, say, a type of infrastructure of another country, and if they're successful, you know, again, it doesn't, you, you can't point it back to any official nation. So again, it, it's, to be honest, smart, but it's a time-old tactic. Even the, the mob back in the day, still, even now, it's still done, even in government, to be quite honest, if you want my humble opinion. Uh, again, the more layers you create between yourself and the, the event in which you manifested the more protected you are theoretically right uh the next thing is that uranium prices surge on kazakhstan unrest kazakhstan produces more than 40 percent of the world's uranium that's the mineral that i that i was trying to remember uh, at the beginning of this recording and unrest in the country saw prices of the radioactive metal
metal search. Yeah, I mean, I can't help but think CIA when I see that. Maybe maybe MI6, who knows, but you know what I mean. That's a fluke. I, I don't think so at all. Just my opinion. I don't think so, though. The next thing is that the Biden administration has slapped U.S. travel bans on eight Cuban officials. The U.S. State Department has accused targeted Cuban officials of being involved in the repression of opposition protesters. Again, <clears throat> I'm not trying to make this an anti-United States uh, a show or debate or um, <clears throat> excuse me thought process here, but I, I must genuinely ask, who is the State Department to accuse targeted Cuban officials of being involved in the repression of opposition protesters? First off, were those opposition protesters deliberately put there by maybe some intelligence apparatus or body? We have to consider these things because we get lied to so much, guys. I'm not trying to make the U.S. seem bad and Cuba seem good. It turns out that just a little bit of uh, independent research, you end up finding out the real reason for such sanctions that are never officially justified on paper, but make more sense than the official justifications do. So the next thing is that <clears throat> according to the WHO chief, um, yeah, Tedros Adhanan Ghebreyesus, the guy with the glasses that always is the face of the WHO, uh, he claims, uh, he warns that Omicron is not mild. He said that Omicron variant appears to produce less severe disease than the globally dominant Delta strain, but should not be categorized as mild. <clears throat> and I say this not sarcastically, or maybe kind of, but if he could tell me what we should categorize it, then maybe a tad above mild. Again, ironic how the wordplay suits them when they want it to, but not when it suits the people. So, it, I mean, is it not mild? And I'm genuinely asking for those out there. I mean, allegedly, I had I caught Omicron last week, so I, to me, it was a bad cold. If we're going to relate it to that of the Delta variant, the alleged Delta variant, I guess it is more mild. So again, so again, they, they don't want to use these terms when it doesn't suit their narrative. But when it comes down to like the beep boop in kids, they say, oh, but you got to look at it as a risk reward comparison. Why can't we apply that here? No, 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 because not in that way, not in this case. What? You guys see what I what's going on here? At this point, it's not even about the beep-boop anymore, guys. I mean, just my opinion, but... The next thing is that Chile's Constitutional Assembly has elected a new president. Uh, epidemiologist Maria Elisa Quinteros takes the helm of the body tasked with replacing Chile, uh, Chile's Pino, uh, Pinochet-era constitution. Assuming this was done constitutionally and according to the way in which it was legislatively ordered to, so be it. If this is what the people want, okay, I can't help but think, if I'm being honest, an epidemiologist was put in charge during, you know, coincidentally, what's going on in the world. It, I'm not saying her intentions are bad, because that's not fair of me to judge, but I should not also say her intentions are good either, because I don't know that. So, again, we gotta be careful and let's observe that and we'll follow up on that. The next thing is that the Dutch government has ended funding to Palestinian civil society group. The move comes despite external investigation finding no evidence of Israeli terror claims made against Union of Agricultural Work Committees. I'm going to leave that there um, because I think the, the, the move sort of speaks for itself in that regard. So... Uh, the next thing is that incriminating statements made by a British national charged with a significant role in the torture and beheading of American and British hostages held by ISIS can be used against him at trial, a judge in the United States has ruled. El Shafi El Sheikh sought to have statements admitting, admitting his role in the scheme tossed out, claiming they were obtained through torture after he was captured. So apparently, I don't know if this guy was officially part of ISIS, but he was a supporter or something like this. Um, he bragged about torturing and beheading American and British hostages held by ISIS. And he and authorities got a hold of that tape and they're using that to charge him. He's trying to say that he was forced to admit those things because he himself was being tortured. I'm, it's not up, to, it shouldn't be me to tell you folks what, uh, what you should or should not believe in that regard. My opinion is just as good as yours. So, 
Uh, the next thing is that at least 13, personally, I don't believe that though, but at least 13 passengers who tested positive for COVID-19 upon their arrival in the Indian city of Amrstar, uh, Am Amritsar, excuse me, have escaped institutional quarantine. I find this kind of funny. Uh, they were among 125 infected passengers on a chartered flight from Milan, which landed on Wednesday afternoon. While nine of them escaped from the airport, four others ran away from a local hospital, city official Shurjang Singh told BBC Punjabi. I, I gotta be honest, I, it's almost like a, just sticking a finger in the eye of the global narrative and institution of quarantining, so I, I, I'm not trying to laugh in the sense that if they get other people sick, potentially, I'm just saying in general, like, I, yeah, <laughs> the next thing is that a man in India got jabbed with uh, COVID vaccine at least eight times last year, a health official said, uh, Bramdeo Mandal, 65, has claimed that he received 11 doses of the vaccine in the Bihar state. The retired postman said the, ja the jabs had helped him to get rid of aches and pains and stay healthy. He claimed he had not suffered any adverse effects. I'm going to be very careful commenting on that because we got to be careful that this is, again, not some type of third-party shell company intelligence-funded story. It doesn't take much to, 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 to potentially consider that. With that being said, he might be telling the truth. Who knows? Um, again, it's not about being pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. It's not about that. It's about the fact that, as I say, not to sound like a broken clock, but many of you know that I say this, it's the fact that an opposing pro uh, perspective cannot even be held is what like really like makes me go, what the hell? So, you know, um, an oppose and an opposing conversation can't even be had let alone forget stating things as if they're facts. That's a totally, let's park that, put that aside. The next thing is that <clears throat> a Russian submarine collided with a Royal Navy warship sonar on patrol in, in the North Atlantic. Uh, the Ministry of Defense has confirmed. Uh, the HMS Northumberland had been tracking the submarine when it hit the ship's sonar equipment being trailed hundreds of meters behind it. The incident in late 2020 was captured by a television crew filming a documentary. Oh, cool. Uh, well, not cool for, again, if this was a true accident, it's unfortunate for those inside the subs, but uh, a UK defense source said it was unlikely the collision was deliberate. Again, I, I couldn't help but think possible USO collision. Uh, you know, some type of unidentified submerged object, but there's nothing to indicate that. However, it could be a total fabrication and obfuscation of the store of the the contents of the events itself. So again, we're purely speculating at this point. Um, the second last thing is that two arrests have been made after ten bodies were found inside a car in the central Mexican state of Zacatecas. The discovery came after the vehicle was left outside a historic local state governor's office in the middle of a public square. Oof. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, to me at least, that's cartel. That's, oof, that's sending a strong message. Two arrests have been, 10 bodies were found inside a car in the central Mexican state. The dis the vehicle was left outside a historic local state governor's office. Oof. And in the middle of a public square, someone's trying to make a statement. Um, the officials became suspicious of the car, a Mazda SUV, and found the bodies early on Thursday morning. <clears throat> David Monreal, governor of the central state, later confirmed on social media that two suspects had been detained. Again, this seems like something much more deeper and intrinsic than what we're led to believe on the surface. So we'll just leave that there because, again, unless we're on the ground, it's hard to say or speculate. I probably shouldn't have been so quick with my opinion, but my opinion is that the cartel is trying to send a message to some government body or individual. Uh, within Mexico or uh, it could be that the cartel is sending a message on behalf of an intelligence agency too let's be honest um, the next thing or the final thing rather 
is that Bitcoin prices have fallen to their lowest level in months following remarks from the U.S. Federal Reserve. The cryptocurrency dropped in value from 47,000 U.S. dollars per coin or 34,700 euros per coin earlier this week to less than 42,000 U.S. dollars per coin and 31,000 European dollars per digital coin. It follows minutes from a meeting of the Federal Reserve, which suggested it may raise interest rates. I can't help but think personal speculation, not that I have anything to go off of this, just my opinion, folks. I can't help but think it has to do with what's happening in Kazakhstan with respects to the mining and all that. Something seems to be coagulating in that regard so I, I don't know i don't know it's just again i wanted to throw my two cents in there so with that being said we got lots coming for the members we have lots coming for the public and we'll catch you all very very soon folks cheers